So I think we've all heard about these, you know, wildfires in Maui. I mean, I don't know how you can literally the whole world is on fire right now. Like, like it's been smoky around here in Canada, you know, Midwestern Canada. It's been smoky, like a lot today. It's been okay, but lately it's been out of control. Like there's been days where you can't even breathe. You can't go outside. It's just pure smoke. It's ridiculous. You know, I am grateful that we're at least not actually on fire, like where I am anyway. Uh, but there's been some close fires and the smoke still sucks. And, and uh, but the worst of it, like, was in Maui. And I'm looking at some pictures right now on Google. It's fucking horrific. It's horrific what, like, what went on there. And just, like, you could just see a street of cars and they're just, the houses are burned down and all the cars are just, flame lashed the tires are dissolved you know just a pool of rubber windows are all smashed like it's just it's it looks like a fallout game it looks like fallout 3 like a street in a in washington fallout 3 it's pretty crazy but with any you know crazy tragedy comes obviously conspiracy theories around it and there's been this wild conspiracy theory lately about uh, all the wildfires in the world, not just Maui, but Maui was like a testing zone. But apparently a lot of them, people are saying that it's this uh, space weapon. You know, there's this conspiracy theory that there's a space weapon that's been developed and they're shooting lasers from, you know, space from a satellite or spaceship of some kind. I assume it would be a satellite like in every movie ever, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that one, guys. You never, I mean, you never know. There could be weapons in space. I mean, I'm sure they will be. There will be. Guaranteed, there'll be, you know, crazy Starfield, Star Wars-like shit in the future. Guaranteed that's going to happen at some point. But right now, I don't know. And why would they just, like, you invent this crazy laser and you're just going to randomly kill people in Maui? You're going to burn down, you know, a few forests in BC and... You know, Russia, like everywhere, like you're just going to burn the world down to test a space laser. Like, huh, that'll teach them. It, it, I don't know. It doesn't make much sense to me, but I think honestly, the Maui wildfires, like just, it, it's just people, you know, being negligent. Like there's a lot of accusations going around to like phone companies and other companies about flammable gas. There's lately, there's been a, there was a guy and his daughter died. His name's Harold, Harold Dennis Wells. That's his name, Harold Wells, I guess. His daughter, Rebecca, died in the fires. And he's apparently doing a one a first-of-its-kind uh, wrongful death lawsuit. But it had something... I briefly skimmed the article. It has something to do with that amount of vegetation and non-native gases that are on the island right now. So he thinks that it was kind of just... It wasn't planned per se, but it's just they haven't been taking care of the vegetation and stuff since it's been so dry lately. And I mean, the whole world's been really hot lately. Global warming, what can I say? But look, guys, all I'm saying is that if somebody out there developed like literally the Hammer of Dawn from Gears of War, don't I'm pretty sure we would know about it or somebody would have seen it, somebody would have video of a laser, a fire, you know, coming down from the sky. There's no way they wouldn't, especially because of how many, just how many phones there are. Everybody has a phone everywhere. 
if there was some sort of a space weapon that's shooting down firestorm on people again if you play gears of war think of the hammer of dawn where you just shoot a laser pointer on something and then as long as the sun's out this satellite could shoot basically a concentrated beam of energy from the sun down onto the earth and it's absolutely devastating but i i don't know i have a hard time believing that that's uh what's going on here so either way let's get into the podcast guys Welcome, everybody, back to Not Rich, Just Bored, episode number 86. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, I missed last week. I know I, I'm fucking, I am horrible at posting on social media for, like, I literally, I literally, I just post whenever I do a new video or a new podcast. I, you know, I post a thumbnail and I post the links on where to get it. And that's, like, usually as far as I go. And then I kind of, I post a ghost, as they say. Uh, so I'm bad at keeping you guys in a loop, but I really should have, but I was out for training for work. I was in Vancouver, Vancouver, Canada, really nice place. Um, so I was, you know, I was doing some work training and I just, I was there all week. I did have my work laptop, but I didn't feel like dragging my mic and everything. And this mic has a mic arm, like a boom arm on it and stuff. So I have to disassemble that and try to find some sort of a stand I can put this mic on and I was like ah we'll just we'll make up for it next week we'll have a good episode next week that'll that'll keep you guys happy and in the loop but next time I promise I will do a social media post I really need to get better at that because you know I'm just you know what pretty soon these 21 subs on YouTube they're gonna go down to zero people are just gonna say fuck you you know what? we're done you're not you're irrelevant you're out of the algorithm son but yeah, so how you guys been? Good? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I was, like I said, I was in Vancouver. I was just kind of, mostly I just, I was in the Burnaby area. That's a, like a, what do you call it? I don't even, I was trying to tell people where I was. And they're like, Burnaby, I thought you were in Vancouver. And I'm like, well, Burnaby's a, do you call it a subdivision? I Fuck, I don't even know, to be honest. But it's like, when they have those massive, I oh God, it's going to bug me. I can't remember what they're called. But yeah, when you have big cities like Los Angeles or New York or Vancouver, they're just so big that they have to name certain areas so that you can kind of, I, I'm guessing to make it easier to navigate, you know? Like it's like there's Burnaby, there's, I don't know, Brussels is one, I think. I don't know. I, don't know. I, was, I was in Burnaby anyway doing some training and it was it was it was nice area it was super smoky though the first day jesus can the world not be on fire for two minutes like is that too much to ask i literally the first day i left my hotel window open and i i went to sleep because i was exhausted and i woke up and i'm just hacking up a lung just coughing my fucking guts out i'm like oh fuck me I'm like, great. I got sick on the plane because planes will do that. Planes will get you every time because they're just basically a cesspool, a, a, a flying cesspool of germs and recycled air. And I just, 
I was like, great. I got sick on the plane ride over. This is going to suck ass. But no, it was literally like I just by, by probably 11 o'clock, you know, a few hours later, I was, yeah, it was good to go. And I think I'm like, oh my God, I left my window open when it was that smoky. It was probably just the smoke. Like inhaling that shit can't be good for you. It's bit, I can't remember. Somebody said something about like, being in being outside in that smoky weather is worse than like smoking a pack of cigarettes or something. I can't remember. Somebody said some shit. Don't listen to me, guys. I'm not a factual person most days. I kind of just make shit up as I go. That's how I like it. But I didn't, yeah, I didn't get up to much there. Beautiful city, very inclusive. But I did have one interesting conversation with a local uh, when I was when I was walking over across the bridge to very famous eating establishment called McDonald's <clears throat> had an interesting uh yeah talk with a local guy and he was we were kind of talking about cuz I want to bounce some questions off him cuz I'm always curious I'm always curious because obviously I mean the east coast like Ontario they're known for to be pretty liberal and and then the west coast is also kind of pretty liberal with their inclusivity and Vancouver, I'd say is like Vancouver is literally the Los Angeles of Canada. It's well between that or Montreal possibly, but I'd say Vancouver's worse for that stuff. I mean, worse is a bad word because it's not necessarily a bad thing to be a liberal. It's just in the recent years, we know what that comes with and the whole inclusivity thing. Right. And, and I was talking to a local guy about how, I was just like, well, is the whole, we basically got talking and chatting about the whole, you know, gender idea and thing and all those kind of left-wing talking points, right? And the, because I noticed a few businesses had their rainbow signs up and it was like rainbow walkways and some stuff like that. And I basically asked them, I'm like, what's the deal with that? Like, do you guys, like, is it really a big deal for people around here? Is there a lot of people that like this inclusive stuff? Or is it kind of just like uh, everybody's being policed? And obviously, this is one guy. This is one guy's opinion. It's not going to speak to everybody. This is one dude that I talked to in Vancouver. So it's, again, not speaking for everybody. But, you know, it's nice to get a local flavor, you know. You always hear things, you know. Oh, I hear Los Angeles is a dumpster fire. But, you know, you don't really know until you're there and you talk to somebody and for me i feel like a lot of this crazy inclusive stuff is just you know outliers it's it's um very loud outliers so i was talking to this guy about it and he said i'm all for inclusivity and a lot of people think the liberal he said i was a big liberal supporter i voted for justin trudeau and I liked what he was saying. <clears throat> and I thought a lot of his ideas were good. And I liked the idea of being inclusive. And the LGBTQ community stuff, we're cool with that. And it's, you know, widely accepted here. And I'm like, well, that's cool. That's good. And, you know, it's not a bad thing. I've, I've said it on here before, guys. It's It's not a bad thing to be inclusive. I don't think that. I think it's good to be inclusive. But this guy will get into, you know more of my beliefs here which is he said the problem was as time went on it got to a point where instead of just being inclusive 
it was like it was forced on you and you had to they started structuring laws and regulations around it and it just was he said that's when it got a little crazy because we they basically pushed us into a corner and forced us to do all this stuff he said through his job he had to do um a bunch of like equality training for trans people in the workplace and you know he he literally said he had to go through a whole training course of like dead naming people and like misgendering people and how it can be very offensive in the workplace and i'm like they're basically training you as a puppet for this fucking bullshit and he said i he said to me i'm an inclusive person and i'm okay with people's life decisions but why the fuck am i doing training at work for this this doesn't make sense and he's like i'm not a bigot he's like i'll t- call people whatever they want to be called but why the fuck am I getting work training for this? And I can get disciplinary action for, you know, making a wrong assumption. The The words he used verbatim was spade for call a spade a spade. You know, if a, if it's a girl, you're going to call her a fucking girl. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm actually a dude. It's like, okay, that's fine. Then you're a dude, you know, but it's, it's like when you're a, ser- say you're a server, you know, and you go to wait a table and there's a guy. Looks like a guy anyway. And you know, it's like it's like, how are you tonight, sir? That's just what you do, you know? Or in my profession, you know, I'll just be like, ma'am or sir, you know, if I'm talking to a customer. It's just a way you talk to people. I'm not gonna be going around and <clears throat> just being like person kind, purper. Duder. No, that's. I'm just gonna call people what they are. You call a spade a spade, and if you're wrong, that's okay. You can politely be like, "Yes, I, I actually am a girl," or "I'm actually a guy." And it's like, okay, that's fine. But the fucking day that you're like, you can charge me for doing that. Like that's just ridiculous and stupid. But. He basically said that was, you know, that was one of the craziest things on that. And then back to the whole Justin Trudeau thing and him, you know, voting for him. He said he seemed like a good guy, seemed like good policies. He had a head on his shoulders and he was very charismatic, which I, I will give it to him. He is. He is charismatic. But fortunately, all the bad ones are usually. <laughs> but uh, he went through that whole thing of, you know, loving him and voting for him. But he said, since the liberals have been in, he, the numbers he gave me was, he said in a month, his bills, and this was part of the COVID thing too. He said before COVID and all that in Vancouver where he lived, he needed about, he needed to make about $1,800 to make his bills for the month. That's, with his apartment and his, you know, phone, whatever internet, he said he needed to make about eighteen hundred bucks to to live where he was. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. You know, it's usually more on in Vancouver. It's a huge city, but eighteen hundred—that's you know, for a big city, that's pretty reasonable. But he said after COVID and just in four years, he said now it's ridiculous. 
He's like, I need to make $3,500 a month just to make my bills. And this guy doesn't drive a car. He said, I just transit everywhere. I walk. And that's what I do. I use public transport and my shoes. (laughs) He doesn't have a fucking car. Okay? You got to understand, a car payment's huge. Like, car payment is usually a big chunk of your income if you have to pay one. So this guy's paying 3500 bucks a month. That's not a car payment. There's no car payment in there. A car payment would be easily 500 bucks of that. Easily. And he doesn't pay that. That's just for rent. Rent and utilities and a cell phone. Like 3500 bucks a month is ridiculous. Especially when he's used to 1800 you know, that's almost doubled in just a few years. So, you know, that's an example, guys, of people who got tricked. They got tricked by this whole liberal government. You know, they've done they've done a lot of good things. You know, the ten dollar a day child care, whatever. That stuff's good. There's some good stuff that the liberals have done for sure. But god damn have they really economically fucked us. God. Like they have really screwed Canada over. And all these crazy quote unquote inclusive policies that are actually more, you know, closer to dictatorship policies, they're just running us dry. And it was just really interesting to me. <clears throat> To get the perspective of somebody who lives in one of these cities. You know, it'd be like an American talking to somebody from Los Angeles. You know, like somebody from Texas talking to somebody from Los Angeles. Being like, is it really as bad as it is? You know, and he just kind of laid it out. We had a good conversation. We probably talked for a couple hours (laughs) just eating McDonald's. You know, he was just, we were both just going home from work and... You know, he's just like, yeah, I'm just stopping for a bite. And we just ended up talking. And, uh, yeah, we were talking so much that I was like, well, I'm just having lunch. Do you want to talk more? And then, yeah, we just sat down and just shot the shit, you know, as people do. And, yeah, it was really really interesting to talk to somebody out there. And just to talk to somebody who's a, you know, I wouldn't say a hardcore liberal, but he said he he was a liberal for fucking 20 years huge supporter and now because of the cost of living he's like i don't know if it's the conservatives i don't know who i would vote for but he's like i would not vote for the liberals again i cannot well i would vote for a liberal just not justin trudeau he's like i can't get behind that guy he is digging us into a hole so i thought that again that's one guy in vancouver i'm sure not everybody there shares that opinion In fact, I guarantee not everybody shares that opinion, but it's just a little perspective for you guys. So other than that, I have not been doing a whole lot. Obviously, as everybody knows, Starfield has has come out. Uh, Starfield is a huge game. I haven't played it yet. I really want to play it. It's, uh, you know, it's on my list. But unfortunately, like the guy in Vancouver, I got bills to pay. And I'm a little short right now, so 
you know the old child support she'll get you every time but i uh you know i've i've just had a few things that i've had to pay for lately and i've been i'm a little short right now and games are fucking 90 dollars now brah in canada anyway the americans it's probably what 70 or whatever but which you guys are probably like oh it's 70 it's crazy but yeah in canada yeah games are 90 bucks so well triple a new games you know if you're a slut for indie games like me you can usually get away with you know 100 bucks that's like four games probably depending on you know if you get summer sale or whatever or just a regular sale but yeah games are like 90 bucks now so it's almost like a little investment or an extra bill so you know i gotta be responsible and take care of my kids first and take care of my um you know my regular bills so obviously obviously i've got more than enough games to play in the meantime uh, one of them we'll get into here soon because i want to talk about it but uh shoot there's something i wanted to say there now i can't remember i got off track there guys ah god it's gonna bug me but there's something i want to say about that but I'll, if i remember i'll come back to it but yeah the Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I just remembered it. <laughs> I hate when I do that. I literally, I like stumble on the podcast. I'm like, because I really want to say something. I knew I wanted to say something, and then I forget it, and it totally fucks my whole flow up. Oh well, you guys are used to it by now. You got what's going on here. But a small footnote: while I was away on training, it was my birthday on August 31st. I turned 33, so. I didn't do too much for my birthday this year, honestly. I kept it light. I mean, you know, you're an old man. At this point, you know, who really gives a fuck? It's just kind of like, yeah, birthday, cool. Maybe have some drinks. Uh, in this case, we uh, had a little board game night. And I had a little supper with my girlfriend and her family, which is really nice. Um, you know, that, that was really fun. And then... And then we ended up planning a board game night with my brother because he's my twin brother. So it was also his birthday. <laughs> so we had a couple drinks and had some people over and played a bunch of board games because we all love board games. So we played Catan and then we played uh, we played uh, Fireball Island, the remake of it with uh, all the expansions. It was super fun. Uh, I haven't played it with the expansions in quite some time, so. It's uh, I really like that game. I I love board games that have a physical aspect to it. Because if you don't know what Fireball Island is, just look it up. And it was a game from the 80s originally, but they did a remake. Oh, God, I'm never... Restoration Games, I think it was, did a remake of it, uh, like a Kickstarter, and uh, it was really cool. And they released some expansions to it. And it's the same game, but different. They basically, they added on to the game. There, there was the original 80s one, and then they kind of remade it with new rules and kind of different map layout and more things on the map. So it actually, it it, it, make, it adds a lot to the game, which is cool. So it's a really fun game. I would highly recommend it. It's kind of expensive because it's one of those games, you know, it's one of those <clears throat> niche games with a lot of moving parts. And anything that's on Kickstarter is usually pretty expensive because, you know, they have a lot of costs. They're not a big company like Hasbro or something or Parker Brothers, I guess. You know, they got to they gotta 
basically sell it for you know they gotta make some profit because they're a startup so but yeah i highly recommend that game play it it was a good time and then we tried to play the thing game uh but it was too late and we just it was so complex that we just couldn't deal with it at that time so we're gonna play it at a different date but it's one of those games you guys who are board game fanatics you know if you when you get a new board game if it's a more complex board game you know it's gonna be fun you know it's gonna be a good game but you also know that you gotta like the first time you play it is basically reading the whole rule book and then slowly learning and then eventually you kind of clicks and you get it you get a strategy going and you're like oh okay that's how this game's played and then you kind of play it so that's how it was like we played one a couple weeks ago with uh it was with my girlfriend's brother and his family a couple other friends we played um uh escape from atlantis i think it's called but it's uh it's another board game it looks super complex and crazy and it kind of was but after we read the rules and then we kind of got into it we're like okay this isn't too bad and then the second time we played it it was fucking fun as hell and it was super fast and easy like we just kind of knew what was going on so it's it's one of those things like like anything there's always kind of a learning curve and things take time but those more complex board games usually end up being really uh, really fun and rewarding in the end but <clears throat> like i was saying i like i like those games where you get a sense of involvement like fireball island where it's a physical game it's you know you could say it's luck based and skill based to a degree but ultimately a lot of fireball island is just it's physics based because you get mo- you get like i said google an image of the board you'll understand like when people do fireballs and stuff like when you shoot a fireball you have to physically flick a little marble at another player to try to knock them down and when you do volcar you're dropping the fireballs into his mouth and then he shoots them out over the island and you try to knock people over so like i said it's a luck-based skill-based game but it's also you know there's a physicality to it you gotta kind of position where people are and you gotta try to roll the marbles in that specific direction but when they go into volcar they can kind of go ever, anywhere because he's got three possible paths at any time so super fun game i love it but yeah i, I just i love physics based games like that it's really cool so yeah all in all i had a good birthday it was fun to play games fun to see all my old buddies again it's uh it doesn't happen as often as it used to it's you know, that's the thing, guys. Life moves fast. It really does. And it's nice to keep those moments to, you know, just sit back and chill and just talk, you know, talk shit with people. Honestly, I'm, I'm telling you guys, if you don't, if you don't do that regularly, just, just do it. Go talk to people. Go out and do things with people because, you know. None of us have a free ride in this life, and none of us are here forever. So I'm telling you, you're never going to regret going to a board game night. You know, you're never going to regret having a, you know, a deep conversation with somebody at like, you know, nine at night, midnight. You know, I always have those with 
with my girlfriend a lot. I, you know, we have the deepest conversations at like one in the morning sometimes. And it's just like, it's kind of a, you know, as kids are saying, it's a vibe late at night, you know, but it's just sometimes that's when the emotions come out. So it's, but it's nice. I love talking to people and you just gotta, you gotta take it slow in life because it really does go by fast. It's absolutely insane, especially the older you get. Like, I feel like my 30s are flying by. And it's it's nuts. It's nuts. And I think it's partially because I'm losing touch with time or the idea of time. When you're a child, it seems like you have all the time in the world. but And you really kind of do. But when you're an adult and you're in the workforce and you got to pay bills and you're stressed out and you want to kill people, not really, for for legal reasons, not really. But, you know, you just get caught up and time moves fast. And so hug your friends, guys. Hug your family. That's all I got to say on that. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, since I can't talk about Starfield because I haven't played it yet. Um, <clears throat> there's another game that I dip my toes back into. I'm slightly ashamed to say it. Well, not really, because I'm having a great time is wow classic uh, i talked about it on the podcast a little while ago about how wow classic has come back uh but they made they made a hardcore mode so i want to try it just for shits and giggles classic is one of my favorite m- versions of the game uh obviously there's some quality of life problems with that version of the game and i don't need to mention them here like everybody knows like consumables and stuff like that that really just didn't need to be in the game like you know like mages needed to to oh excuse me to cast slow fall oh my god i'm just burping oh excuse me to cast slow fall you need like a light feather uh as a mage which you know is pretty easy to get but it's just one more fucking thing to add to your bag and don't even get me started on paladins because paladins had all kinds of consumables uh, for all their spells and stuff. And especially with their, they got expensive too. Like I'm pretty sure, what is it? Is it a symbol of Kings? I can't even remember. Some wow, some wow fan is like some wow hardcore fanboy. He's probably being like, oh, this guy doesn't know what the fucking one is. I think it's called symbol of divinity or symbol of Kings that I think those are both in the game, but I haven't played a paladin in the classic and since 2005 probably because i just never really liked the classic paladin it's it's a rough grind we'll say it that way it's rewarding at the end in the end game it's really rewarding but it's a rough fucking grind tell you that much but yeah it's like there's a lot of those quality of life things that are rough but the biggest thing about hard about the hardcore mode and i've said it before but you only get one life so once your character dies, that's it. You delete the character. It's done. So you don't you don't get a second shot. And a lot of people have said things like it's it's really like it's really interesting and I've said it's interesting too that the if you've ever played World of Warcraft, especially classic, you know it takes forever to get to level 60. 60 is the level cap. And grinding to level 60 takes forever. 
I have a current character that's level 17, I think. I think she's 17. I, I made a Night Elf Rogue because my mage died. Rip. But, yeah, I made a Night Elf Rogue, level 17 now. And I think I've got, like, 16 hours on that character already. And, yeah, I've spent some of the time grinding out professions and stuff. But still, that's only... That's the seven, like, that's not even 20. And the first 20 are the easy levels, technically. You know, that's nothing. The grind gets much bigger when you're in your 40s and 50s. So those are the easy levels, and that's already 17 hours. So I, I'd i have to look at my one, because I had a warrior. I think I got him to level 50 when WoW Classic originally came out. And, yeah, I can't remember. I had a few days in that guy. Like, few days, like... As in over 72 hours of game time on that character. Like, that's fucking gross. So the idea of that and then dying, it's crazy. Like, when my mage died, my mage was level 19, I think. And I think I had, like, 20 hours on him. I was fucking devastated. But <clears throat> those Black Dragon Whelps and Red Ridge, man, they'll get you. But what I want to talk about for this whole thing, because you guys know, I mean, well, you guys might not, but some people know WoW and how WoW Classic goes. But what I really like about Hardcore is I like the community. And this is going to sound really, I don't know if it'll sound weird, but it might sound weird, but you never know. But what I really like is the community. I like that because it's Hardcore, because you only get one shot, one life, People are so much nicer on there. Like, I mean, there's still trolls and all that. That's, you know, that's always going to happen. It's an MMO, baby. That's their breeding ground. But people are just nicer. They're more willing to help out. They're more willing to, you know, if there's a group quest and a higher level dude comes by, you know, like there'll be a bunch of lobies struggling with Hogger and I'll walk by on my level 15, 16 character and I'll be like, hey, since I'm passing through collecting herbs, uh, does anybody need hogger? You guys need a hand? And they're like, oh, thank you so much. And, like, you know, the, you'll fight hogger, kill him, and then it was like, bye. Like, you just feel so much. There's such a sense of community. And especially when you're doing a group quest and one of your, one of your teammates is almost dying and, like, you get that last minute heal off on them or you get a rend off on them or something, you know, you stun the character so they can heal themselves. It's just, like, it's huge. Like, before my mage died, we were doing a quest in Westlands where you had to kill the Knuckle Dusters and all those high-level Defias in the hills. And I was literally at 1 HP. My character was at 1 fucking health point. Like, anything. I, a tickle to the nutsack would have killed me. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. I'm done. And then the one guy, the one paladin who used Lay on Hands... Uh, I believe that's what he did. It must have been lay on hands because it healed me instantly and to full health. And he was a paladin. So I don't know if paladins get lay on hands around level 18. They they must. That must have been what he used because lay on hands, it instantly heals somebody to full health. But I think in WoW Classic, it cost a consumable. And I don't know what the what the cooldown is. I know I know the cooldown used to be like an hour, I think. Like it was one of those like last ditch, last resort things. But 
I was so fucking thankful to that guy. Unfortunately, that character died <laughs> a few hours later, but you know, it's just like you feel really good and people are so nice to help and you have to approach the game differently because like when you're going into a cave, a cave is fucking dangerous in, in that version of the game because caves in WoW Classic, there's so many mobs in them and it's easy to get outnumbered quickly and it's really, it's just really cramped. So it's not uncommon or hard to you know aggro three or four guys at one time and in wow classic if you've played it you know you could take on one guy at a time if you're real good you can take on two like that's about it you aggro three like you're fucking finished it's not happening so it's just you gotta be really strategic about how you move some quests that wouldn't be group quests you will do in a group just because it's in a cave or something where there's high spawn rates and lots of guys. It just, there's strength in numbers. And I, I just, I really do love that people play differently. And it really, the hardcore aspect really encourages teamwork and really encourages people to, you know, band together. So I, I think it's really, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, I felt really guilty giving Blizzard some of my money for a monthly subscription because I think the monthly subscription thing is stupid and I have for years and I really think that WoW Classic should I really think that WoW Classic should have its own tier like where you pay less if you want to play WoW Classic you just pl you pay the subscription sure whatever but it's only like 10 bucks a month or something you know it's a lot cheaper because ultimately you're paying to play an older version of the game when I could be playing the new version so it just doesn't make sense. They really should have a tier where you just pay for WoW Classic alone because that's really the only version of that game that I can play. There's no way I could hop into the new version of the game. Absolutely not. There's no fucking way. There's been way too many expansions and I've been out too long. Uh, I wouldn't even know where to begin. But either way, I just really want to tell you guys that, that I'm having actually some genuine fun in Warcraft again. Like... And I kind of got the bug to get a little addicted, which is fine. I mean, I keep it within reason these days. Obviously, I'm not fucking doing the old, you know, 2005 Cody where I was, like, playing WoW. You know, I was a 14, 15-year-old kid. And, fuck, I played WoW every night. Like, I, I remember being excited to get home from school just to get on that computer and play WoW. I remember buying laptop after laptop, just shitbox laptops that I saved up my shekels for. And, you know, the laptop was like a $400 Toshiba laptop. But damn it, I saved up my rakings money, my lawn cutting money, and I got that fucking laptop because, you know, we had the family computer, but we didn't have our own personal computers. Well, like, well, like we just had one computer, so me and my brother both wanted to play. So, like, well, if we get a laptop and then... I remember always having, like, my buddies would bring their laptops over and we'd have a bunch of us just playing WoW. And it was just, it, fuck, was it a good time. And it's, you know, I every other time I've played WoW recently, it's just like you do the looking for group dungeon finder and you just use that pretty much as the meta to grind. 
while you do a few odd quests and that's it. You don't even need real player interaction. And just like it lost the spirit of the game. I was talking to myself as usual and I was I, I was I was asking myself, why did I like World of Warcraft? I mean, obviously I was deeply entrenched with Warcraft and the lore and the story. I like the characters, I like all that stuff, you know, for the time. Like basically up to cataclysm i liked cataclysm too like i didn't like the way they scaled it but i liked deathwing and all that stuff but either way the first three expansions like up to wow really peaked at wrath of lich king it really did but either way guys i really liked those original games because of the community i liked the idea of mmos I liked the social aspect of it, if, if you can believe it, you know, being a gamer nerd shut-in, it's it's ironic because I really am an extrovert in real life. So I liked hanging out with people outside of WoW too. I wasn't one of those basement dwellers that just sat on WoW, but one of the reasons I liked WoW is that it was a game where you could literally just talk to anybody. When there's people walking by, there are other people, there are other characters in the game. <clears throat> and yeah, there's NPCs, of course, but you know, just the characters that are walking around, you could talk to them. You could randomly do nice things, give them gold, um, trade with them, offer them stuff. There's an auction house. There's all, there's all kinds of thing that they, all kinds of things in that game that just kind of work. And there, there's a social aspect to it being an MMO. And I think that's what really drew me to that game early on. And why I got so addicted to it was just, it was fun playing with people. Not only my friends, but random people on the internet. So, yeah. And and like I said, with the random Dungeon Finder and all that stuff and the modern versions, you just kind of lost that social aspect to it. You really did. But, but with the introduction of the hardcore mode, I feel like the social interaction has... It's tripled from WoW Classic. Because in WoW Classic, you did need the social because you needed to find people for dungeons and stuff. But now it's just like it's quadrupled probably because you just you only get one shot and you're dead and you put you invest so much time in your character. You don't want to die. You don't want to lose him. Like I legitimately felt sad when my mage died. I was like, God damn it. Like I, I started planning a funeral and everything. OK, I didn't go that far. Calm down, guys. But, you know, it's just like you you really don't want your character to die. So you got to socialize it kind of forces you to socialize with people and it forces people to watch each other's backs even when you're just wandering around the wilderness if you see somebody that's you know half health against a mob stop in take some aggro fuck that thing up that's killing them you know just like i don't know it's just cool it's cool to see and i think if you're a wow fan at all i would recommend it i recommend trying it out even if you just do one character <clears throat> like just do one character and just chill have a good time don't take it that serious and i think you'll get a lot out of it but either way i'm gonna start rambling here again sorry guys i missed last week uh next time that happens i will be posting on social media that i'll be away unless it's something that i totally can't plan for and i don't have my the, the problem is i don't have any of the social media stuff linked to my phone it's all because that's all my personal accounts on there 
uh, I have it all linked on my computer for quick access. So I have to be at my computer to post on the social media. So I could log in on my phone stuff, but who wants to do that? Come on. Oh, excuse me. I'm burping now. Thanks, guys. Either way, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys sticking with the show, even when I miss a week. Um, I'm hoping to maybe stream. I might stream tonight. This will be September 7th that this comes out. And uh, I'm hoping to stream that day. Maybe we'll see how it goes. I got a few things to do tonight, but uh, I think it. I think it'd be awesome if I did. I I might stream some WoW Classic because I'm really like even right now I'm kind of itching to play it. I'm like, God damn! But we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I got a lot to do tonight, and yeah, again, big big plans on the horizon for the winter because win- winter is coming. And yeah, when winter comes, I have a few more. There's that whole new series that I want to start on the channel. And it's going to be, I've decided pretty much that it's going to be filming in winter. And depending on the turnaround of the episodes, I might just keep filming it or I might just keep it as a winter project. We'll see. Because I just have a lot more free time during the winter because there's no disc golf there's no you know no outdoor activity basically in canada because it's fucking cold but either way i'm rambling on thank you guys for watching remember links to all social media are in the description below and i will see you next week bye guys